1: Purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Magic fans! This is Paulo Van Carroll, and you are in the zone—the show of the Orlando sports fan.
0: Welcome back to In the Zone right here on FM 96.9 The Game. I certainly hope that you had James Cook going in your fantasy playoffs yesterday. 221 total yards and two touchdowns. Cook was cooking against the Dallas Cowboys. 36 fantasy points only behind the PPR god that is CMC, James Cook, our player of the night. Allen. Here comes Parsons. Runs away. Throws on the run. Has a man. It's Cook!
1: James Cook again on that left side, and this time into Cowboys territory. Still chugging inside the 45. Fans love it. He's got eight. He's got nine. He's got 11. (laughs) Cook again, wide on.
0: James Cook through everyone, and he scores again! James Cook, a completely different player now with Joe Brady calling plays in Buffalo. It's amazing. What your offense can turn into when you've got a capable play caller and uh, and they got Ken Dorsey out of there. Josh Allen doesn't have to work as hard. It's a great thing for the Buffalo Bills. James Cook, are In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Use the promo code BRANDED and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. You can play their pick'em game tonight. Eagles, Seahawks, Monday Night Football, underdogfantasy.com and on their mobile app. Uh, Cook gets it, by the way, over CMC because he played in a bigger game. CMC took advantage of the Arizona Cardinals. He was amazing. And I have a bigger award to give CMC in a moment anyway. But oh, my. CMC and James Cook. How about this battle? So I had I had multiple fantasy playoff c- scenarios playing out yesterday. I did not get the first round by anywhere. Um, and in two leagues that I'm in with friends – family, coworkers, you've got the Superflex League Tyler that you're in with me and then I've got my uh my keeper league that I've had with friends and family for of like 15 years. I'm playing the exact same person in both league, both leagues. I have Christian McCaffrey in one, he has Christian McCaffrey in the other. I have James Cook in one, he has James Cook in the other. So both of these guys were the best fantasy players yesterday. And it just every time they scored, it was like, yes, no, yes, no. Every single time. And I got blasted in one of the games when I, where I had Christian McCaffrey, not even going to come close to winning. And then in the other, I need a scenario to play out. I need Jalen Hurts to play. That's the most important thing. And we'll see how it all shakes out, but... Man, that that right there was the perfect example of why being in multiple fantasy leagues kind of sucks. Because I couldn't enjoy it. That I could not nightmare. enjoy the day. It was
1: awful. That is the absolute nightmare. That was the beauty of becoming very uncompetitive in a couple of my leagues very quick this season. A couple injuries, a Nick Chubb injury here, and Aaron Rodgers at the top of the season. And then, it, then you start to prioritize certain leagues over others. And then that gets uh, easier as it goes. But playoffs... Week one and two of the NFL season, it's terrible. It's a terrible experience. But prime example of sometimes you just got to take your own medicine. And there you go. I did not enjoy
0: that one bit. Uh, Certainly doesn't help when you're losing. So Christian McCaffrey was amazing yesterday. Another game where he's just getting in the end zone at will. Now tied at the top of the league with Raheem Mostert. But Christian McCaffrey, obviously the better overall player, and you have Tyree Kill missing the game yesterday. So those are the two guys that I was angling for saying, we need to really be talking about these guys seriously as MVPs. Well Tyree Kill didn't play, so you knock him down a peg because he wasn't out there. Christian McCaffrey not only played, but was the best version of himself, and he looked like an MVP. I think the issue and the reason we get tripped up when even attempting to have discussions about players like Tyree Kill, and Christian McCaffrey being MVPs is the V in MVP. It's the word value. We get so caught up in that word that we can't look any other way than quarterback because nobody on the field is more valuable than a quarterback. We should either change the name so that we can get off of this or just start viewing it differently. The MVP is for the most outstanding player in the league that year and it should be most outstanding relative to other players that play at your position if it happens to be a quarterback that's playing so much better than all the quarterbacks then that's what wins you the award Christian McCaffrey is so far and away the best running back in the NFL right now, that, and he's affecting wins and losses. That has to be another part of the equation. Be so much better than everybody else in your position and genuinely impact wins and losses. He's doing both of those things and should be taken just as seriously. What Just, just because he doesn't play quarterback, we can't discount these guys that are so sensational. And I think CMC has now risen to the top of the list. He's my NFL MVP.
1: I looked at odds this morning, and I think that I saw Brock Purdy was the favorite at like minus 225. Yeah. Over you're everyone not else. even getting plus you, odds on you Purdy. Scroll, anymore. You scroll it's down, You scroll down to about fifth or sixth shortest odds, and then it was McCaffrey. He's at, 14 to 1 right now. Yeah, I think I saw the 10 to 1. So the odds are, are starting to get even more uh, closer to even. Here's the yeah, I think McCaffrey, if you pick an MVP from the San Francisco 49ers, my vote absolutely goes to McCaffrey. And it's because it goes back to the Nick Wright argument from Fox Sports of how can a player who's not even the most valuable on his team be the most valuable player in the entire NFL? Now, when you have a team as loaded as the 49ers are on offense and with a genius uh, like Shanahan calling the plays, there's going to be a lot of different directions you can look. But I think the biggest tell was that three-game losing skid that the 49ers went on, where Brandon Ayuk was hurt certain parts, certain games. Uh, Debo Samuel was hurt in missed time. Christian McCaffrey was injured, played through all those games, but was still injured. They scored 17 in all those games. That was the first time that season that they had scored 30, and they did it three weeks in a row with those guys banged up. Purdy was there and healthy. You think about it. If you replace Purdy with a backup quarterback in those games does the same result happen? Because he was there. He's healthy. Your most valuable player is there and healthy, and they were losing the games. But everyone else is banged up. And when they're healthy, they're winning. So what does that say? Yeah, I don't view Brock Purdy
0: as... I think, you, for me, you have to fit that criteria of you have put together a season that is far and away better than everybody else at the position that you play. And, yeah, you have to be a little bit irreplaceable. I don't just view it like... What would happen if they took you out of the game? And the argument I hate whenever talking about MVP is, well, now he he was out for two games and the team went in the tank, so that
1: showed his value. You don't get credit for not playing football games. I, you got to play to get credit. What were we saying? I mean, it was more so me. What were we saying about the Dolphins last week? And again, it was more so me. It was... Tyreek Hill is easily the most valuable player on that team and should be in the conversation because of how bad they But
0: that right there is exactly part of the issue. We get so hung up on the word value, and that's what happens. When a guy misses time and you see the impact of that individual not on the field, it shows their value. But it doesn't make them the most outstanding player. You have to perform in outstanding ways, and part of that is playing the game in order to get onto that conversation. So... Yeah, in, in terms of sports fans having a discussion of who's the most valuable, I'm not giving you extra credit for not playing in a game. I'll never do that, ever. You you get credit for playing and playing really well. That's, that's how you show how outstanding you are. We just have to change the name. Right. The word value in most valuable player has completely just warped our minds as sports fans where we always end up going back to – well, you know, if you took that player off, or well, is there anybody more valuable than a quarterback? Correct. No, of course not. It's the most important position on
1: the field. Right, and we're picking MVP. We're not picking outstanding player, huh. which is what I know that you want but to that's change what it it. That's what it should be. Well, that's not what we're picking. We're picking the most valuable player. And I'll, I'll wrap with this on Tyreek Hill because he seriously is in my top four, top three maybe of MVP candidates. I know it's a long stretch, but here's what I will say. There's three games left on that Dolphins schedule. If Tyreek Hill does come back, if he beats the odds and does exceed 2,000 yards, even while missing a game, he'd have to go for about 150 in three straight games. And if the Dolphins come out on the winning end of two of three versus the Cowboys in Miami next week, in Baltimore against the Ravens, and then at home versus Buffalo in Week 18, and Tyreek Hill gets close, to, gets above 1950, MVP.
0: Oh yeah, no. If he's if he gets close to two thousand and and they and he plays great in the next few games, uh, Tyree Kill will probably zoom back to the top of my list. But right now, if I'm doing this week to week, I know I think Christian McCaffrey right now is on top. So let me ask you this question then: If it, with Tyree Kill out yesterday, they went they they won thirty
1: to nothing, and Jalen Waddle was awesome. Yeah. Does that take away from the value of Tyree Kill? It, uh, just the, okay, okay. So with that angle on it yeah you you come down a little bit from where i was a a week ago after they got blanked at home against the titans that was a terrible performance you you come down a little bit from that because they did wins they did uh beat the jets and beat them so well like that would be like
0: that, that mentality that you have is like that would be like me taking a month off and the show goes into the tank and then they give me
1: employee of the year because well, clearly taking, the show is better with me on it. That, you don't win awards that way. It's not taking a month off. You're not taking a 12th of the season off. You're taking what, what in Tyreek's Hill case would be an 18th of a season, right? And it was, and again, due to injuries, that was things that he couldn't control. If you still play a bulk of the season and you play at that quality and are that valuable to your team, then yeah, you're still considered. If you're playing above the, the 15, 16 games in an 18-week season, then Yes. Here's a question. What happened to the Orlando
0: Magic over the weekend? We'll get into that
1: next. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?